You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're listening, how you doing? Uh, I'm John, I'm your host for this evening, and tonight I'm joined by JK. That's actually John and Chris, but it's not JK from Rare, okay? Uh, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, today. we've got a, a, a second attempt at a good intro. <laughs> Take two, aye. <laughs> wee, bit different, wee bit different from the first one. Uh, that was better. Good start. Aye. So... Aye, what are you drinking anyway? I'm on the Pepsi Max. Oh, oh. John? Um, I'm not drinking anything. I've finished my tea by the time it took you this to load up. Oh, <laughs> I've, got a wee, I've got a wee beer tonight. <laughs> Sitting in the fridge looking lonely, so I thought it had to be done. Wee Brahma from Brazil. Um, so, what a charity bet. What's happening, guys? We're on a, we're on a roll. At the stage of season, it's harder to get bets. We're well, good. It must have been only about six weeks ago. I think we were saying oh, over in about £200 or something like that. Mm-hmm. We're now, thanks to the, the one at the weekend with Rangers and St. Johnson, up to £487.71. So we've oh. we've had a, a great run. I guess maybe since you came back, Chris. That's it. It's just it's my presence. Aye. It's improved. No, I think like, it's, 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 we've, had, we've had a good wee run with the the first goal scorer, um, not so much this weekend, but in, in recent weeks, and then the pound that we got for Stevie Marlon getting first goal certainly yep. made a massive difference. Um, but yeah, it's it good. Picked it on a thirty-three pound, I think it was. Aye, yeah. and I noticed in my absence, you went for the stag, didn't you, to score first? We did, aye, and it was no goals <laughs> for that game. Yeah. You know what the problem was? I, I know what I know what the problem was. Is stag does this weekend coming, not last weekend? It was the second leg he was supposed to miss, so that'll be the one he scores on. Aye. <laughs> uh, Maybe if he had that... a penalty, would have come up. Well, it was a good beast penalty, so he wouldn't have. Aye. Oh, wasn't Lidl it? Just... Lidl was Aye. Lidl just nicely into the playoffs, because I... Uh, we were trying to decide on Saturday who had missed a penalty. It's quite difficult to find information in that game, when you're looking like the BBC website or whatever, so eventually on Twitter we discovered it was I, uh, Kieran Beef that missed a penalty, and it was uh, Kenny's brother, Kyle, my lord that missed. <laughs> Kyle Miller. Uh, Kyle Miller missed uh, it. Uh, That's what popped up on my notifications. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I, eventually when I did find the P, uh, P, when I did find the BBC information, it said that PE teacher, Matt McGinley, saved the penalty. Uh, I don't think they said he was a goalkeeper, I think they just said he was a PE teacher. So... <laughs> <laughs> if they just pick someone out of the stand and say you're PE teacher you're going goals aye. <laughs> uh, you're most fragile so uh, you can go on goals so I know how to finish so it's all in, all to play for us now uh, mm-hmm. the bookies I've got Kieran Beath heavy favourites 8-11 to, to, to win uh, East Kilbride are 4-1 that game is played this Saturday at 2 o'clock so I uh, ought to play for there <laughs> It'd be funny if Ken Beath lost and Gary Locks effectively relegated two teams because, um, well, I know he didn't technically take Wraith down, but let's be honest, it was him that set them in the downward spiral, just linking into that game. But um, I think they might be too strong for East Kilbride this week. Aye. It'd just be good to see East Kilbride come up because... Aye, we want to put him to work. Uh, and if it ends up that Ken Beath win, it's kind of like, oh, right. 
there's got to be another season to see if maybe anyone else gets into the league. So, I, I, I want to go bright on. yeah won their respective ties 14 penalties mm-hmm. um, so with that one and in terms of advancing Arlo are favourites at 4-9 uh, breaking their 13-8 which is probably, probably right Arlo finished I think 12 points clear of breaking yeah so mm-hmm. um, so I uh, fancy that one the... I see that's a um, 5-15 kick-off so it must be an Alba yeah Alba's yeah, got the yes. championship games the, the, the two legs, I believe they do, yeah. Um, on Wednesday night is the first tie breaking in Arrowa. That's 19.35 it's on it. 7.35. Uh, and then, yeah, the reverse fixture is on Albert quarter past five on Saturday. So hopefully they get good turnouts. I do feel still that the, the players up here aren't advertised as well or promoted as well as what they are down south. But hey-ho. I mean, the Dundee United and Falkirk, they're both going to play each other. Those games aren't even on TV. BT Sport the one's just final not the, in fact no BT Sport have got the semis as well uh, with that um, one Derek Ray was talking about the fact that he's he, he still got four games left to do before he heads off to the States aye like I said his last uh, trip to Petrodi or last game at Petrodi which he covered so aye in terms of Dundee United Falkirk uh, don't know close one in terms of who'll come through that I would have fancied Falkirk before, but I think Danny United have kind of maybe just got their act together just in time. Aye, Did possibly. Did you see the, 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 the goal for Simon Murray in the first leg against Morton? I never. Crack and finish. That was, a good, that was a good goal. Yeah, I think Morton just ran out of legs when those two playoffs. Um, but credit to Dundee United, they, they buried him in the, that second leg. Aye. Been interesting to see whether for Morton it was a kind of one-off in terms of that season. Or whether they'll still be up there in that season. I know uh, Jack Ross and we've already been talking about going for promotion next year. In fact, they can improve a lot. Um, it's, a, it's the first time for a while that Morton have finished above St. Mirren. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised mm-hmm. if St. Mirren kick on after me. I, I, do, I do think Jack Ross is a fantastic manager. I think he's got a good potential for taking them. Maybe. You never know. Title challengers. Could be as much well, as Well, as, as long as uh, clubs keep on bidding for Stephen Mullen through fans forums or website as opposed to the actual <laughs> club that, that, will, that will probably help a great deal um, not, not, to, like, not, not to promote other uh, forums because obviously Scottish football forums is where you want it uh, but yes. yeah I did see that from uh, Pai and Bovro that they owned the, was it stmurnfc.co.uk or something they owned aye Barnes are putting a bid so <laughs> see you mean yeah, I think that, that pretty amusing. Um, <laughs> in, in terms of the, the League One Pro, aye, we've covered the League One Play-Up. We've covered all the players, haven't we? That should be yeah, it. No, we, 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 we didn't, didn't cover mention. the League Two or League One, sorry. Did we know? Far from Peterhead. Peterhead are still, uh, still in the mix, unfortunately. Not again, nothing against Peterhead, but just, I was just saying I would rather see teams go down, but uh, Peterhead are still in there. Um, but they'll take on Forfa, who managed to at least recover from their disappointment in not winning the t- uh, League Two. Yes. But 
but tight. The, the, the bookies have got Peter Laird at four to seven, Forfar at five to four, but I don't know. Need to wait and see what happens. Forfar are capable on their day, but uh, just there's a thing about fancying the team that were in the division above to, to get through. Aye, it's a fact as well. It's two legs, so when it's two legs, you favour the team that was from the, the kind of the higher league. But it not always the case, um, as we've seen from Wraith and Breakin when they played each other. Yeah, I think four first seasons almost uh, nosedived after we started betting on them in a couple of charity bets and they let us down. It's just nosedive for there. So <laughs> I know we covered that last week, but better highlight it again. Um, if I go to look at the, I suppose it. As a Premiership playoff of sorts, leaders nicely in the Premiership review. And John wrote a, a very interesting blog with regards to the Hamilton Motherwell game and what it meant for both teams. And yeah, great result for Motherwell. Possibly the most important win they've ever had in a Lanarkshire derby. Well, thanks for the compliments. Um, quite see that one person at least appreciates the blog. He might be the only one that has read it, but thank you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was a. It was always going to be a really tight affair um, and a bit of a lucky goal to win it because Louis Moulk's header actually hits his shoulder. Um, who knows where that header would have went if his shoulder wasn't in the way? But who, uh, Mother will really won't be caring. They've got the, the three points they needed, and I think they'll be okay now. Aye, I would think they probably will be as well. I think Hamilton will regret the fact that Daco the chance that he had. That was a great save for the goalkeeper, though. Aye, but to call him straight at him, to be fair. Either side, it's maybe a goal. Uh, there wasn't many, didn't seem there was many chances in terms of from the highlights. So, no, but, I've seen it was mostly Motherwell that had them. Aye, but the most important thing was it for Motherwell they got the victory. And aye, mm-hmm. you would you would expect they are well, all right because it's Hamilton have got is it Hamilton have got to go to Ross County at the weekend. Hamilton are playing Ross County away tomorrow and Motherwell's at home to right, that's... a command outside who are effectively safe oh, no sorry they are safe what I mean is sorry, they've got nothing really to play for apart from 7th place yeah. yeah they're a point ahead of Ross County Ross County are also safe mm-hmm. um, I was surprised at that way. after what you said <laughs> oh, well, I, Ross County made sure that my, all my permutations were completely waste of time last week uh, as I kind of expected they would to be honest um, but yeah, in terms we... of, of safety, uh, Dundee can't be automatically relegated. Uh, in fact, Motherwell can't be automatically relegated either. Uh, no. They can only go into the playoffs now, so the only team that Inverness can catch now is Hamilton. And um, even that's looking unlikely with two games to go. No. Yeah. Do we think Inverness could overtake Hamilton? No. I, I, Quite I, simple. I would, I, there's a possibility that Inverness could be relegated before they kick a ball again. Because mm-hmm. if Hamilton beat Ross County, then they're done. They, they actually, Inverness actually look like they never they didn't play too badly against Kilmarnock. Uh, missed chances though. Fisher had a great chance uh, when it was 0-0. Should have scored. I heard quite a bit of this on the radio and it sounded like Inverness were possibly the better team. Until come on, just uh, come on to get an opening goal. And for this bandit, it was just, it was, what was the keeper doing? Well, I, mm-hmm. there's a couple of incidents with keepers that we'll, we can talk about with that one. Yeah, he should have collected that. No doubt about yeah. it. It's not the worst. No, not the first time as well that he's made a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, a crucial mistake this season. And, yeah. And Lee McCulloch after the game said that Kelly Burrow was standing. We got off. We're trying to, we're maybe just trying to big up the plus. To be fair, Kawarik have done really well since he took over. 
we've spoken about we've spoken about it for a while, but it's only suppose right now that they're safe. Um, they're actually going to talk about what's happening in regard to his future. So maybe that was a plan all along to see what happened. Yeah, it was, only, it was only a few weeks ago they were disappointed to miss it in top six. So it seems it seems kind of weird after saying that that they're they're only now just safe, but they're still sitting in that seventh spot. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say a point ahead of us County. They've got a point less than Thistle have picked up, but Thistle are obviously in the top six and can't be caught. It's maybe worth it, worked out well for both parties. I mean, obviously, it's left to Warwick, but somewhere by if it didn't work out, they could say Cheerio, whereas now they've got the other guy, maybe not a point to prove, but first job, see how he does, and then it's worked out well for him. Yeah, you could say it was, it's been formidable for McCulloch because his 12 games are four wins, four draws, four defeats. Oh, Tumbleweed. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I might be the guest to last week. I remember talking about keeper incidents in the other one. It was a possibility, but I, we'll see what happens. We can even try and incorporate both of them. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but I should probably keep on touch, talking about the, the lower half. Um, aye. Inverness, we reckon, then doomed, definitely. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we'll no, they needed, they needed to keep running to have a chance. Yeah, and, and Richie Foran had his latest uh, after-match rant at the players, which doesn't do any good. I can understand his point that, you know, he can't do anything about Ryan Ness and dropping the ball. Um, and then David Draven trying to dribble out when, um, <laughs> you know, in the, the quadrangle at the edge of the box. But, you know, you can't keep coming out and selecting the players week in, week out, as he's been doing. And Inverness will be regretting the day that um, they appointed him as a manager. It's a terrible appointment. I'll be very surprised if he's man season. In fact, I'm half expecting it to be Morris Malpass. In fact, I said that a minute, Martin, the day Morris Malpass was uh, appointed. But Foran's got three years of his deal left, and Inverness don't have the money to pay him off. I mean, so they're going to ask Richie for do you mind walking away? No Rangers. Aye, true. But I suppose they're known in some regards as Rangers of the North. There's more Rangers supporters clubs than there are in Inverness. Bye. The other game was Dundee and Ross County. Now, I remember we spoke about Neil McCann maybe before he took over, and it was like, oh, maybe not the right appointment. He's unbeaten so far. Mm-hmm. Playing pretty decent football as well. Still haven't I think seen he's changed. Than Hartley was in charge. He's uh, changed. Well, he's not playing three at the back anymore. Going back for four at the back. Players say I like to play with far much more confidence. So they still look dodgy. Play the I, 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 I don't see this great Dundee revival. But they're, they're getting wins. Like, they're getting points. Against teams that need to get the wins against, which is fair enough. They're getting a bit more luck. I think that's got as much to play with it as well. Because you no, know, in a couple of the games with the in that losing run, they were a little bit unlucky losing last minute to Ross Kenny and things like that. But you know they're getting that luck now. It shows you the play. The players were maybe there. Um, but they just need to kick up the backside. Um, but regardless of what we think of Neil McCann, it's working just now. And will he take it for next season? It's his to, to lose. And it's his if he wants it. I mean, does he want it permanently? Or is he happy going back to his Christie lifestyle with David Tanner? I hope he does. You don't want it. There's a reason. What I don't want to see is this attitude of oh we've got five games left let's sack the managers in place and bring in a, somebody just to play for those five games and then disappear off again as if that's some kind of method to the madness of being able to survive relegation so I, I want to see them okay you've, you've, you've taken them this far okay what can you do now Yeah, and give them the job at least for next season 
To be honest, it'd be a popular choice among the fans anyway. But a popular choice to get off Sky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully someone can give Andy Walker a job then. But someone uh, that has uh, his, his level like Bucky Thistle. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Have they got a football team Maybe in the moon? Jazz. <laughs> Have they got a football team in the moon? Because uh, that would be that would be a good job for Andy Walker. Um, so moving on the top half of the table this is where the other goalkeeping reference came in uh, Rob McLean mentioned at the start that Jack and Jack had been replaced by Victor because Jack Hamilton was replaced by Victor Noring in the Hearts lineup, which I quite liked <laughs> it was yeah. still game reference uh, aye, it may be still game reference but unfortunately for Hearts it was still rubbish well <laughs> he, uh, Noring was pretty still when he uh, didn't he do much with Tamir's cross that led to Mackay's cr- uh, goal? He should have should have caught it. No one near him. No, it's <laughs> dreadful goalkeeping. Horrible. Um, that no, to me was I the worst goalkeeper of the day. Yeah. What was that? That to me was the worst goalkeeper of the day. That was even worse than one in the last game. Yeah, because that was basic. No, at least Ryan Mason was under pressure. Um, I don't know what he was thinking about, but um... what was he trying to do? Like catcher or puncher or what? <laughs> <laughs> he pushed it up the air. Almost anyone you punch that is going to be better than straight up the air. Definitely punched it. I think he definitely punched it. I think one thing I thought um, was, was worth noting the podcast chat. Did you see that Craig was mentioning it's unusual to see somebody get away with challenging the keeper? Because usually, if you go near the keeper and even look at the wrong way, you'll get a free kick. Yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm, I, I, Craig's right. There was a challenge in the goal here, but it's a perfectly fair challenge. There's nothing wrong with it. So I'm not, <laughs> uh, I'm not for one second suggesting there was anything wrong with it. It's just unusual to see the the, the goalkeeper not be overprotected. So more well than the referee. Okay. And it actually, like I'm only praise I'm giving Bobby McBadden uh, because I'm not sure what the red card was about. Think so. No. It was a soft free kick at best, and I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to convince me it was a goal scoring opportunity. <laughs> Well, not yes, the goal, the goal with the keeper to beat. Hmm. So then they go with the defenders? Not convinced. If that's your team, you're raging about it. I, probably, I don't know why Hearts are even playing Bob in at centre-back. I don't know why Hearts to play. Goodness knows how many tactics they have these days. But they did, they did appear to play pretty well after he got sent off. That's the thing. I mean, that, that's probably the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the takeaway for that game. is They were arguably the better team. They certainly, I mean, certainly they pulled the goal back. The the only, only problem is they didn't completely fail to defend for McGuire's goal. But um, I think uh, I mean, it was Gonzalez that got the equaliser, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, After a good play by Johnson, because he could have again, he could have been selfish and got himself. But where was the Rangers' defence? It was just wrapped up on the corner. <laughs> yeah, they, they they are very susceptible to get that in the counter attack. Yeah, and that meant that meant Hearts automatically couldn't qualify for Europe. Um, although I think you mentioned the, the charity a bit earlier. This came up. Well, wonder how bad Hamish feels about betting against his own team doing a Joy Barton. Seems <laughs> alright, or a Dean Brett, so, or whoever. He's probably bu- he's probably booking another golfing trip with the money. The winnings. Alright. Money else? Money else? Off the ball on the course on the, on the podcast chat. <laughs> He's very playing with Joey Barton. You never know. Joey Barton likes a wee game of golf too. Uh, but Ison Johnson, again, qualified for Europe. Is that every season under right now? 
All but one, they didn't qualify last season because um, Hibs won the Scottish Cup. Uh-huh. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. I think it's like five out of the last um, six or something they've qualified for. Yeah, that's a tremendous that record. Yeah, that's a tremendous record. And, yeah. You know, it makes you wonder. Um, I mean, Alan Archibald, I think, deserved his manager near, near nomination. Thistle had a good season. He's been touted with a job um, at Swindon. But Tommy Wright still doesn't get liked to anyone. No, I don't get it at all. It, it, it was one of the things we see when um, before Casinha got the, the Rangers job, and there was talk of like Derek McInnes maybe getting the, the Rangers job. I, well, I know it was more speculation and talk from optimistic Rangers people than anything else. But mm-hmm. to me, it actually seems like it might be a good move if you then went and got Tommy Wright. Because mm-hmm. yeah, right, he's, 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 it's hard to see what else he can do with St Johnson because he's St Johnson are consistently top six. They're consistently finishing sort of fourth in the league. Uh, making Europe more often than not because of that. Um, I know it wasn't him that won the, the Scottish Cup, but it was him. Won the was it him that won the Scottish Cup? Was him the Scottish Cup? Sorry, his predecessor had done pretty well as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, what, what do you want Tommy Johnson to do? Uh, Tommy Johnson. Tommy Wright. Tommy Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 think think it was, I think it was touched on a wee bit on sports scene that maybe he's not seen as being fashionable because of the, the style of play that St Johnson are perceived to have. They, they can do play alright stuff at times. Um, I mean, certainly in the, in the games that they've played against Celtic, alright, we've won like 5 2, 4 1 in the last couple of games. But uh, pretty much every time they've played Celtic this season, they've been attacking, they've never given up. There was a game at the start of the season where Celtic were 3 0 up, they got it back to 3 2. They tend to be a thorn on your side. And oh, either a thorn on our side, anyway. Aye, you, know, you know better than anybody else. Aye. I think they're a good. Team, uh, they're a good team. They play their strengths, and oh, they, they can be better to watch. Mm-hmm. Aye. So, I knocked it to them again, St. Johnson, yeah. and I party Thistle. Just, I party to be the tops. That's I think. Yeah. But any hopes they had of overtaking Hearts again? No, they're four, they're four points behind the Hearts. They still could technically do it. They'll need to beat Celtic to do it, right enough. And does. Well, that, that leads up nicely into our, the game. Oh my god, the first. No, it doesn't. We can skip that. <laughs> the, the first ten minutes was like it was like a repeat of watching the the five minutes spell against Rangers. Oh dear. Um, you right, see, I, made, I made exactly the same point to somebody recently. Like, was it, I made me Friday night actually. The fact that Aberdeen, like, there was a few folks waiting Derek McInnes for saying he was quite happy with that. And I was pointing out that it was pretty much exactly the same as the Rangers game, and that you had a mental five ten minute spell. But other than that, you played pretty well. Aye, I would say so. Um, it's just it just so happens the five ten minute spell came at the start of the game instead of the end of the game, like it did against Rangers. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean it's not the first time that Boyata has managed to score against us, but Boyata was had basically had the freedom in the penalty box in every corner. To be fair, um, it was a, a well worked corner. He ran away for his man. He did, but Taylor needs to be stronger. Yeah, yeah, Taylor that's Taylor's always a good for a goal for a start against us. Uh, the fact that the fact that he's still trying to, well, he's still outside the contract he's been offered one. I mean, that should that should be withdrawn by now. The amount of mistakes he's had, he, he cost <laughs> us too many goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well, Mark Reynolds, he's, he's just not, not been the same player. So arguably, I still Aberdeen need two new centre backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a worry getting into the cup final as well because. Um, a, co- a corner since the League Cup final has been 
very inconsistent and him and Taylor together did not look a good combination in that final or against Rangers um, and it's hard to pick a decent centre-back pairing for the Celtic game we just got to hope that everyone does their job <laughs> Yes they obviously play we played O'Connor um, in the middle of the park which I can understand well we did he maybe have many op- much options but to but he played there for Tranmere, played there a lot down south. And he could add a bit of physical presence in there. Um, took him maybe a bit of time to kind of settle into the game. But then no Aberdeen team took a while to settle in. Um, but, hi, bar the first 10 minutes, I thought we were really good. It certainly caused Celtic more problems than we have the rest of the season. Uh, his goal, I mean, at the end I was ready to turn off. I was like, oh my God, I can't take this. Um but I thought, no, I'll persevere. Um, <laughs> I tell you, turned off the kick-off. That was a technical issue. And then I look, um, but and as I was trying to fix um, the TV, uh, the, I looked into Twitter and it said it was seen. I thought, oh, I'll just listen to it in sports end. I, I had um, the opposite problem because I was still putting the, the brains to bed. and Because uh, like, well, I've got my, my Sky Sports app. My phone kept buzzing. <laughs> oh, one no, good. Two no, oh, even better. <laughs> 3 0. Which... I don't go to sleep. Aye. I managed to get the run off to sleep just in time to see the replays of Johnny Hayes' goal. And then I was able to sit and watch the rest of the game. And it was well, at least you saw the best goal. Well, that's that, yeah, I did. It was <laughs> by far the way the best goal. I mean, credit to Griffiths for the shot he had, but the keeper should have done better. Aye. Aye. Um, Very rare mistake. Hayes was terrific. Nothing they could do about that one. Great shot. Straight, uh, but, pretty much the, the the same corner he stuck it in against Forster when he broke the the, the, un, the unbeaten goals run thing. What's that called? Yeah, it's a goal against Celtic. Yeah, it does. It scores a cracker. Uh, but arguably at half time it could have been three all because you had Stockley's free header. Yeah, which he should have should have put away, and then you had the McGinn chance where he had a wee bit more time than I think he realised. Um, Gordon mm-hmm. saved it point blank, so it could have gone in at half time three yeah. all. Equally good with 5 1 because Roger and Boyata had decent chances in the first half as well. And Boyata could. And St. Clair was doing goal, but a great tackle by uh, Hayes. Yeah, Hayes. Aye, that was a, that was a um, And uh, I think Sinclair had won in the second half as well. It looked like it was going to curl into the top corner, but just missed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's not as if Celtic didn't have chances in the game. Um, I, don't dis- I, don't, I don't agree with Brendan Rodgers over this whole that we're a long ball team. We did go a bit direct in the first half under Stockley, but we're certainly. No on ball team. I thought the ball was in the air quite a lot during the game. Now I don't think that was specifically in Aberdeen. I think Celtic played it in the air quite a bit as well. I'm not sure if there was concerns about the Aberdeen pitch. The grass looked a bit long. Was that just my imagination? No, don't know. But I think I do think we did go a wee bit more direct on the first half. But but certainly not if he's played or just kind of watched Aberdeen much. If he thinks that Aberdeen are one ball team. I think he was um, trying a little bit of psychology. I was listening to the um, an, another podcast. I won't name it. <laughs> talking about um, you know his comments and they think it might be psychology um, to get into the minds of Aberdeen so they play a passing game in the final and that Celtic will pick them off. So you know as if we're going to try and prove to Celtic on the, the cup final day that we can do more than just play a long ball. So was, I don't I, know. I thought it was more long balls than normal, but I wouldn't say it was. Uh, the one and only tactic Aberdeen tried. I think we said when Stockley starts, there's going to be we are going to be more direct. But that, that's granted. Uh, Bar strength is getting crossed into the box. Yeah. That's different from playing a long ball game. Yeah. 
Ja, Chris Hayes is getroffen get over the room. Obviously, Rogan, when he has uh, he forward, he's going to get over the room as well. So it's, there's plenty of options. Did you, did you bring like, the youngest Aberdeen player ever on at the end of the game as well? Yeah, we did, yeah. What age was he? 16. Just, just, no long term, 16. 16 years old, I think one month and 42 days, something so like that. Go, there you go. It's, it's not a proper age statistic unless you've got the date. <laughs> Um, but it was something like that so I fair play to him fact he had an exam in the morning aye <laughs> that's brilliant I love that kind of I hope I can get some players through the youth system into the, the first team squad yeah definitely we're all going to disagree on though the penalty claim was a, I would say, uh, uh, at first when I watched I wasn't sure but Gordon doesn't make any contact with the ball. So if that's anywhere else in the pitch, that's a foul. If, right, okay, you've, you've said the statement. If that's anywhere else in the pitch, a foul gets given to Celtic for the high boot. No, the high... Shinny's no. foot is, a waist, is above waist height. Anywhere else in the park, that's dangerous play and it's a free kick to Celtic. So why is no, it okay to win the keeper like that? I think Craig Gordon has got away with that a few times this season, coming out like that. Oh, I think Craig Gordon's got away with a few things this season, but I don't think this particular incident is one of them. I think the referee was absolutely spot on, it's not a penalty. Because I think, one, it should be dangerous play. Two, I think, given that uh, in the case of who clattered who, it was uh, the follow-through for uh, Shinny that got Gordon. I don't think Gordon got anything, really. It was Shinny that clattered Gordon rather than the other way around. It's a weird looking challenge mm. if it's Gordon that does it. But no, I we think I think the, the the correct decision would have been dangerous boy. Well, it does agree, John. You see, uh, I, I'm agreeing with John, so but I'm not going to say anymore. I didn't think it would be any other way. Yeah, um, and I, I, I do agree that as I, I just I said do. at the end of the game that if it happened the other way around, the course you claim for it. Aye. but yeah. uh, I think we'd be wrong claiming for it. That's just me. Yeah, the, the big thing for us over the weekend as well was the fact we're finally um, beating Ajax, um, winning yes. the Eredivisie, and uh, Tottenham beating Man United means that no matter what happens to Europa League final, Aberdeen get an extra two weeks break, which we've been needing for three years. <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, in terms of that, yeah, Aberdeen went on the second qualifying round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rangers and St. Johnson both the first qualifying round. Well, this is assuming that the goal difference in, doesn't it? But I think we can safely assume that Aberdeen will get second place and Celtic will be in a second qualifying round for the Champions League as well. Yeah. And the draw is the 19th of June for those. Scottish Aye. Um, I've heard arguments about whether the going into the second qualifying round is, is good or bad. Uh, reasons being that would we rather be warming up for the qualifying round by playing the likes of Breaking and Forfer, or would we rather be playing maybe a game that's going to put kind of test us a wee bit more? But I think the break will be, be beneficial. And the fact we're seeded, uh, or should be seeded, should help. So. I think that's probably the important thing. There's mm-hmm. an argument for saying it would be better going in an earlier round and picking up some wins for the coefficient. Sorry, for your coefficient, because I don't think qualifying games really apply to the coefficient for Scotland. But um, I mean, they could do with teams getting to the actual proper group stages and stuff. But yeah, um, in terms of in terms of like your own coefficient, then maybe it's an argument to say you would prefer to be in the, the early round. But you're BCD to so you should be able to beat the team that you're playing. Um, 
But in terms of qualifying, I think it's better. It's better to not have to play that round at all. Exactly. Um, so yeah, you, we've you, not. It's three rounds you need to get through to get to the group stages, which is a lot of football. Um, so is. to then to have an extra couple of weeks rest, uh, especially. I mean, we still don't know for sure whether McGinn's going to be Aberdeen or not next season. If you factor in the fact that he played in the European Championships last summer, he's kind of needed a break. And yeah. Like, I, I, Ultimately, after a long season, everybody's needed a break. So just having that little bit extra might make a difference. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And it's been you know it's three seasons in the bounce that we've been in the you know the first round through various reasons. Um, so this year it's good to have that break. Uh, haven't they just gone the second round and um, have that extra couple of weeks break? Now I'd rather have that and um, you know going a bit later. Should we move on to this week's league games? Um, I there's a, a rumour going about again that Rangers have signed Ryan Jack for that season. Believe it when I see it. Aye, I, I don't think it will happen, but surely not that daft. I know, I've seen like stories of Rangers are on the brink of signing Rangers or who they are or what they might be. Or, I so, so, someone linked them with one of the Hearts substitutes. Because he was seen talking to one of the Hearts players, but he came out and denied that, Kishinya. Oh, right, right. <laughs> I know it was, uh, was it Tesolas or something like that? Ah, it's the one, yep. Because mm-hmm. Tesolas played him at Panathinaikos, but I suppose they were just sharing a glass of wine after the game because <laughs> they know each other. So. Silly season started already. Oh, yeah. I know. Like... <laughs> uh, so, are you going to add weak fixtures in terms of Premiership? Tomorrow night, Motherwell home at Kowalik. Ross County at home to Hamilton, Dundee United at home to Falkirk. Yeah, if Hamilton and, beat Ross County and Vanessa relegated. Yes. And then Wednesday sees Dundee against Inverness, Rangers against Aberdeen and St. Johnson against Hearts, and then Thursday. You just, you get you're just against over that one, yeah? Rangers versus Aberdeen, Wednesday night. Just that wee small fixer there. Yeah. <laughs> so, you can talk about it if you want. <laughs> uh, Aberdeen at Ibrox Well, why? I've only played them once Yeah, but you've played at Ibrox a few times You mean you've lost, lost to St Johnson there in the Scottish Cup and uh, Lost to the previous incarnation of Rangers Quite a few times there, is it? 1990 what, again? 1991, September 1991 yeah. Scorers Ian Jess and Brian Grant for those who are interested <laughs> Before we started recording, you told us a start about what age Clint Hill was uh, Was it 40? 12 Oh, 12 <laughs> Yeah Close enough. Um, I think, see, the, the player that came on for Aberdeen um, to become youngest Aberdeen player, he was 10 years away from his birth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That is depressing. It's not been great, but when is this the time to change it? Uh, that, yeah. uh, it would be shocking, I think, if we were to lose three times against them. Because um, this is one of the better Aberdeen teams for a while. And it's certainly, I would say, one of the worst Rangers teams for them. So, as, yeah. as long as Rangers don't win 10 0, you're all right. Mm-hmm. Because if Rangers win 10 0, they can catch you. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. I think that'll not happen unless um, there's match fixing going on. Although, then again, Marsh Taylor wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> but I'd be interested to see what kind of lineup we go with. You think Christy will come back in the team? I think he might, and he might give. Um, 
McGinn or, or uh, Hayes or McLean or someone the rest. Probably McGinn, to be honest. Oh, it might not be a rest, I guess, McGinn. He might drop McGinn. There's also that as well. Um, see what happens. Well, if he's can play like he's did for 80 minutes against Celtic and take it for 90 that time, then that would be confident to beat Rangers. Yeah. If we play anything like we did at Ibrox the last time, and that really annoyed me, because um, Rangers really were there for the taking that day, and we just balled it. And if we do that again, then it'll be the same result. But as long as it's, it's just Chris, as long as it's not a eight or nine nil, then we're okay. It doesn't really matter. But it would be good to win, though. It would be great to win. Yeah. Uh, because we do need a couple. Of, a couple of wins would be nice going into the final. However, I don't know why. Was it? Nah, if, if we win the final, maybe it won't matter so much. Well, there's a stat I had noticed in, uh, when I was doing my blog last week on Aberdeen that of the last five seasons, each of the each of the last five seasons, you've only won one of your post-flight fixtures, and two of those seasons you were in the bottom six. Oh, I about one. Not very good after this, but at all. So uh, you could do a break in that because you never beat Hearts. So yes, never be a good time to break that stat. Um, so I predictions for the weekend. So you missed part of this one, Celtic Thursday. No, I didn't well, I, the live BT, the live um, Sky or BT game. Yeah, we'll miss that. Nothing to play for. <laughs> Move on. Yeah, what is nothing to play for? <laughs> you can't even um, disagree with the fact that shouldn't be in the telly. That is unbeaten record. That's all that's for. Yeah, and even then, you still need to go to the game on Sunday. Aye. Which is the probably, important trophy day. You guys will make changes. I'd imagine so, but Thistle have been kind of one of the more difficult teams to. He's not made many changes, has he? Apart from the St Johnson well, game where they gave Johnston and Rogster a, a chance. The rest has been teams that players that have been in the first team squad all season and that. So it's yeah, not he's, a, he's picking and choosing who he rests. And I, I, I tend to agree with that way. If you're going to bring in your, your, your likes of your Nelson and your Johnson, then you want to bring them in with experienced players around them. So then mm-hmm. you just slot in what uh, Johnson did. Um, I don't. He has made wholesale changes in the past this season. But not very often. Uh, he did it up in yeah. like, Ross County back in October, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was, that was, we won 4 0, but it was like three of those goals came after he made the three subs where he brought in like, Sinclair and the belly and that kind of thing. Um, so, I don't know, I don't know what he'll do that with this game because when you're two games away from an unbeaten league season, do you really want to screw that up? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought so. But I, 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 I would. I would Suggest that the, maybe there's want to keep the momentum going into the cup final as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I think uh, it's 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 it the squad quite well for, for the most part. So I can't really it. it might be more so Sunday that you rest players. Um, again, it's trophy day. You kind of want to go out in the high, especially if the unbeaten record's still there. But if you if, as long as you don't lose to Thistle, you're going to go into that hard game. Going, we need to make sure. Yeah. Uh, th- there's also that. There's another uh, record where. Um, the most points ever in the season is 103 for Celtic back in 2001-02. And we're on 100 now. So you need to take four points for the last two games. Yes. We're, so, also, so oh, we're also 99 goals. It's worth putting it. So the goals are 100 goals for the season in the league. I've not, che- I've not checked to see how many goals is the most. I think it's Hearts in the 50. But we're like 130-odd. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not beating that. No, not this season. 
It's, so it's, it's, it's kind of hard to compare as well because some of the previous seasons, there's like 44 games a season, and others there's 10 games in now, and then there's other seasons, there's 36. And then even with the, the unbeaten record thing about going unbeaten the entire season, when it was done twice back in the 1890s, it was like 18 games. So the, the, the fact that Celtic have now played 36 games and been unbeaten is it's like double the amount that was ever done that season. I've approached the three stats now, yeah. <laughs> was that too much? <laughs> I think John's gone to sleep. No, he's still there. <laughs> Aye, but moving on to the weekend anyway, we'll see the conclusion to the Premiership League fixtures anyway, because we've still got a playoff after it. Um, Saturday sees Hamilton at home at Dundee. Chris, what do you think? Um, um, I think it might depend on how Hamilton got on in midweek, to be honest. Um, but I kind of fancy Dundee, to be honest. To be honest. <laughs> I'll say 1-0 Dundee. John? I think it'll be Hamilton reserves 0 Dundee too. So I think Hamilton will probably be playing yeah. um, a few French players. Yeah, if, if Hamilton are guaranteed Unless to be in the playoff, of course. then aye, yeah. they're going to rest a couple ahead of the, the playoff against Falkirk or Dundee United. Uh, there's no odds for that, just now we're going to be updating them for that match. Probably because of the midweek fixtures as well. Well, no, because there's odds for the Kilmarnock Ross County game. Just not the other couple. Games, so. The epic seventh take place battle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, the bookies can't. There's money. There's money in that. No, the bookies, true. The bookies can't split it because Kilmarnock are seventeen to ten, Ross County are seventeen to ten, and the draws twenty three to ten. It's unusual you see that. It's a nice yeah. fence then. So, John production. Um, Desmond. Chris. Mm. Yeah, I'll set the fence as well. One o, one o. I'm not making predictions tonight. I'm in for this against Motherwell. Chris, <laughs> you actually aren't making predictions tonight. No, no I'm not bothered. <laughs> um, two one Motherwell. John, um, again away win. I'll go two 0 And then Sunday. Celtic versus Hearts. John? 5-0 Celtic. Chris, you're going to win each or something, aren't you? No, I, 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 I think we'll beat Hearts. Um, we, we, we seem pretty good at beating Hearts this season. Uh, we have a striker, oddly. We, we've played, the last twice we've played them, we haven't had a recognised striker. We've played like Sinclair or Roberts kind of, in that central, and with four and five goals. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll go with Lee Griffiths. Up front and probably Griffiths had right. They'll hate So Celtic are one to five. Draws six to one. Hearts are fourteen to one. Um, St. Johnson versus Rangers. Chris. Uh, one all. John. Snap. Uh, St. Johnson eleven to five. Draws twelve to five. And Rangers are thirteen to ten. And then last but not least, Partick Thistle versus Aberdeen. John. Um, I'm going to go one all because I think we'll have one eye next week. Chris? Mm. 2-1 Aberdeen. Um, Thistle are 16-5, draws 5-2 and Aberdeen are 37-40. And by Sunday we'll know who will face either Dundee, United or Falkirk in the Premiership playoff. Going back to what I said earlier, um, 1957-58 
Haramid Rosie in over 34 games scored 132 goals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that games, never... the goal difference 103. <laughs> that must have been the, the days of our playing five up front, surely. The two three five formation. I, I just said they scored a record number of goals in a single season, became the only club to have a goal difference exceeding one hundred. Mental. Uh, so in terms of charity bet, what are we doing? First goal scorer for Good expense. Well, I was thinking that as well earlier. Oh, it's a quarter past five. Uh, Aye. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's, a, the, um, if it's the first goal scorer, it's be all right. Goal scorer, as long as you're not waiting and not a bet for them, because that's usually killed by then. Do we want to go with him then? Um, see if Sean Winter gets a go. Um, <laughs> I wonder if he's going to relocate his stag there to Cowden Beast. <laughs> they can go stock, stock car racing, eh? Hi. <laughs> Stag to in Central Park. Who's your home in second leg, Alwa? Aye. Aye, go Greg Spence. Um, and then what we're doing, we're just going to do a double for a little bit. I think so, but I don't know what one. <laughs> sure, uh, Zandi's got to be one of them. Aye. Aye, well, you both agreed, and did, didn't you? Mm-hmm. That's what you could do. Uh, odds will follow for that. Later in the week, once they're available. The other match, I don't know. Kilmarnock and County, both teams to score. We basically did Motherwell when it against the Vaness as well, didn't we? Yeah, we did. It's too late, Stan Dean Motherwell. You go with that. You want to go with that? Right. Odds will follow for all those bets later on in the week. And I believe that will conclude the podcast. Unless you have any more stats. No, I think I'm out. That's, that's easy. <laughs> the only start I've seen, but it was only related to the midweek fixtures, is that there's been over two and a half goals in Ross County's last ten home games. Aye, right, we're not betting the midweek, though. That's, that's, that's a wee freebie for the, the listeners, though. Better hurry up, though, because it's Tuesday night game. Aye. If you listen, so, it's a Wednesday night, sorry. <laughs> or in the morning, or in the afternoon, whenever you listen. So... Cheers, guys. Cheers, John. Thanks so much. Cheers. Cheers, See you later.